Hello creatures, and welcome to today's reading. For anyone new, my name is Carly, and Gus is a divine energy I tune into while I do my readings. My intention for this podcast is to spread any and all messages that I receive with you so that you can feel inspired, motivated, and honestly, just ready to kill the game with no shame. So, if you're ready for that, let's dive in. Welcome to another beautiful day. Let's see what Divine wants to tell us regarding today. The Four of Cups. Feels lonely to me. Isolated almost. And the Nine of Arrows blustery I'm picking up blustery emotions who knows if blustery is a word I'm making it one (laughs) I'm also picking up trying too hard feeling like you need to do it all yourself which is why you're trying so hard because you feel so alone feel so isolated pinching yourself off you're never alone you may be physically alone I highly doubt you're physically alone as well but I know the feeling of even if you have people surrounding you just feeling just feeling alone total isolation, just like no one understands you, but even if you're physically, even if you're physically alone, you're not, because you have always divine by your side. What's interesting though, the next card that pops out is the Two of Cups. trying to manifest a relationship out of loneliness and and or and also isolation like feeling like you need a relationship to be powerful with the emperor coming out which is interesting Because in the Four of Cups, it's a pink cup. And then in the Two of Cups, it's a pink cup and a blue cup. So it's the same cup. I'm also wondering if this is saying that you're working through some turbulent emotions. um, And this needs to happen before any sort of relationship can even come in. That's another message that's coming through. So you're either trying too hard to manifest a relationship out of fear-based thinking, and not even fear-based, but I guess if you if you look at it like there are only two emotions, love or fear, I mean, loneliness is, 
is fear-based. You know, being lonely, you're never alone. You're really never alone. But I do understand, I do understand the feeling of alone. Like, I do get it. You know, even if you have people surrounding you, it's just... And I don't know who, if people are going to resonate with this, if this is going to cause some drama, but emotions are, are addicting. And I hate to say this, but even, even lower vibrational frequencies like loneliness, you can get addicted to feeling lonely. No, it's not an awesome, <laughs> it's not awesome to feel, but you can get addicted to feeling it and then that's all you feel and so you almost purposely don't choose to feel any other way because you're so addicted to this feeling and you're like well why would I continuously choose to feel terrible but that's why that's that that's what an addiction is I mean people who are addicted to drugs or people are addicted to alcohol I mean it makes them feel let's say good in the moment even though let's say loneliness doesn't necessarily make you feel good in the moment but it in the long term, it doesn't serve you. It's not good for you. And so I feel like that could be what the Nine of Arrows is talking about with this. I said something about blustery emotions. It's being addicted to feeling, feeling lonely and knowing that you need to, I said, I was thinking get over it, which sounds so aggressive, but I mean, I guess a true statement because you're never going to attract the one, your person. Because I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for romance. Like, I believe in the one. I believe in soulmates, twin flames, all that jazz. And, but you can't attract this partner into your life if you're addicted to feeling lonely. Or addicted to feeling like you have to do it all yourself. You're not going to attract that person in with that type of energy. You're going to attract more karmic relationships. You don't want karmic relationships. You want this person who, like, understands you to the core of who you are. So, then we have the emperor. But I talked a little bit about this. underneath the two of cups you know and so I'm getting clarifier cards for all of these this top row and what I am finding interesting is that in the first card with the four of cups it's clarified by the seven of swords the seven of swords in this depiction is one sword in the ocean with the moon shining on the ocean on the sword. And this is telling me about like diving into your subconscious and really becoming one with yourself. Now, I do feel like, because here's the thing, being alone is uncomfortable for a lot of people. 
And something that I've learned in my 20s is that after you are able to work through that uncomfortableness of being alone and like sitting with your thoughts and like not being distracted with a bunch of other noise, you're able to discover things about yourself that you didn't ever know. And I feel like that's why the Four of Cups is clarified by the Seven of Swords. Because originally, what I pick- was picking up is, like I said, this like loneliness, um, isolation, even slightly depression. Just like really dark, heavy energy. But and I can't remember exactly what the quote is or how the quote goes, but it talks about to find the light, you have to go through the darkness. Like You, you have to go through uncomfortable situations to like get to the other side and I, I wish I could remember the exact quote but it it talks about being in a situation and having to just go through it and I feel like that's what this this first these first cards talk about with the seven of swords being like diving into this subconscious state because anytime I think about the ocean the ocean is honestly a mystery. I feel like we know less about the ocean than we do about space. Space is expansive and we seem to like accept that and we seem to be more drawn to space or at least I mean that's how I feel personally. The ocean honestly scares the shit out of me just because it's so it's so deep. I mean it's 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 just there's a lot of unknown and you, and you think about the depths of the ocean like I can't even grasp the de- de- depth of the ocean because what's interesting though is that technically the ocean does have like a ending point that's a weird way to phrase it but like space is just expansive it just goes on and on and for some reason I can wrap my mind around that But, like, the ocean is on Earth, so it's, let's say, limited, but it's so deep, 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 deep. And that's what I'm picking up, like, in ourselves, too, when we dive into, like, really dive into knowing ourselves and working with ourselves and pulling up emotions and, you know, finding out the way that makes us tick and talking to our ancestors and, you know, coming into unity with divine energy, this is the subconscious state that the Seven of Swords is talking about. And most of the time, you need to hit rock bottom, which, let's just say, because of this depiction, is the Four of Cups, just feeling really lonely and isolated and just like, kind of at the end of the straw, or candle or wick or whatever the saying is when you just hit this point of like you've got nothing left that's usually when you have a spiritual awakening or when you have when you start asking like deeper questions than just like physical questions you know talking about like why am I here what is my purpose like emotionally what am I doing like why do I react to certain things like is there a better way to react is reacting even the right way to go about things 
And so, and that's where I feel like the nine of arrows is coming in because it's, it starts to, it's starting to, I don't want to say mess with our mind, but it, it is, that's where that turbulent mindset is. And I know that we're talking about the arrows, which doesn't usually talk about the mind, but it, I just feel really turbulent, I guess in my entire space. Um, it's almost like a heart mind connection where it's just. It, it just kind of feels like your whole world is turned upside down. But then we have the justice clarifying that card. And in the depiction of this card, of this justice card, it's a skull with a tree growing out of the skull, which is, for me, a really beautiful depiction of, like, rebirth. Uh, trying something new after... The Nine of Arrows right now is really giving me, like, tower vibes. And so after this crumbling of this foundation, you've got the Justice card with this new way of being, this new way of thinking. Just It just feels like a restart, like, a, like pressing the restart button, just starting fresh and being like, all right, let's go, let's get this. So then to have the Two of Cups, that makes sense why the Two of Cups is coming, because we have to work through our loneliness and realize that we are the only ones that don't matter. That's that's not the that's not technically the right term, but like in our space, we have to focus on us first and foremost. And we can't attract, we cannot attract soul partnerships if we don't understand accept and love ourselves you know that's not our partner's job to give us that energy it's our responsibility to see that within ourselves and understand that and accept and love that within ourselves and then they can come in and mimic that energy together you can do it together and uplift each other and build each other and simultaneously build up yourselves and love yourselves and that's like I said, I'm so I'm such a romantic though. It's it's not even it's not even funny. So and I feel that in this two of cups because they're sharing this cup of tea and they have their tea to like it's their own tea, but then their tea bags are like the the strings off of the tea bags are like like intermingled and not like tangled, but like intermingled like purposely. Like I'm choosing to intermingle with you because my person that's all I keep hearing and I'm just like oh god my heart is like melting because I'm just all about this and it's clarified by the magic card and I love this because I've been having this I don't know how to explain it in words but knowing that it's not my responsibility to create strange but create this person because in this card it's a bunch of like potions and different things being poured into this pot to create this perfect person but I don't mean that in an actual physical sense I mean obviously you're not creating this person but I mean thoughts do become things but I think that a lot of it is subconsciously and just when you're living your life notice traits in anyone that is around you and be like I like this trait and knowing that by acknowledging this trait in this totally random person that you are adding that to this mixture of your 
partner. I'll give you an example. Whenever my aunt stays over, she helps me make the bed. That's such a simple thing for me, or I shouldn't say like for me, but that's such a, that's such a simple task, but it means the world to me that, that she helps me. And that is strangely something that I want my partner to do as well. I just, there's something, there's something special to me about making the bed together. I just like, it's a shared space. So like, I feel like the responsibility and not even the responsibility, but just making the bed together each morning is, is special to me. And I realize that that's a trait that's important to me. And so I'm being, I'm aware of that, knowing that it's going into this potion of desire that is creating this person. Now, when I say creating this person, obviously this person already exists because I'm almost 30. I've been on this planet for 30 years. So, but I do believe that by having a desire, you're able to transmit a vibrational energy to this partner, because again, I'm a huge person of like soul partners, knowing that they, like, I believe that we're connected by some sort of a string or some sort of like energy that will find each other in the right way, and that guides or ancestors, divine is is it's going to be a divine union. I, I just this is just my belief, okay? <laughs> so, but by being aware that this is something I like, they in their experience are going to either learn that or feel that same way or share that similar trait because it's something that I admire. Same with like them. Like let's say that they, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Oh, I know. Like let's say that they spend a ton of time like on the river. Now, or let's say they're really outdoors people. Throughout my life, like when I first got here, I mean, I like to be outdoors, but throughout my experience, I have learned to love the outdoors more and more. I've become more of an outdoor person as I've aged because of the experiences that I've had in my personal life. Now, they either consciously or subconsciously asked that their person, being me, you know, is an outdoor person. And through my experience, through my life experiences, I have become an outdoor person over these 30 years. Does that make, I hope that's making sense. And that's what I'm picking up in the magic card is being like aware. And it doesn't even, you don't even need to be aware, but it's nice to be like, this is something that matters to me. This is important to me that, that my person has this trait and I appreciate it when someone else does it like if you like when someone gives you back massages or comes up and like massages your neck and shoulders like it's good to be like I appreciate this trait from someone whether it's a partner that you're currently with or you know a family member or whatever but just being aware of things that you enjoy and knowing that you are asking for this with your person with this two of cups person okay Moving on to the Emperor and the Knight of Stones. Now, 
in this, these two cards, I'm feeling very grounded and sturdy, meaning that I feel very confident in my space. And I do feel like when you come together with this partner, you're going to find even more confidence. I, I don't even feel like you're not confident now, especially with the sub or the seven of swords and the subconscious like experience that you're having. I don't feel like you're a, not a confident person. I just want to say that up front. But I do feel like with the Emperor being clarified by the Knight of Stones, that you both build each other's confidence even more. It's, I was talking about this, about building each other up and like supporting each other and like, you know, it's just, it seems really, it seems like really powerful energy. I, I feel like when you come together, it's very... It's very strong. I mean, it just feels really strong and grounded. And, like, honestly, it even kind of, like, feels passionate because we've got, like, a reddish a reddish sky. And this, this confidence and this passion is being consistently fueled by your... Both of your abilities to understand that your desires are creating what you're wanting you're both very magical people I mean and everyone is magic but people who are aware of their magic are and everyone has this potential to be magic okay but when you're aware of the magical power that you hold within you are more magical than others who don't recognize the magic that they hold inside of themselves because they don't tap into it. They don't use it. And so, and honestly, with this Knight of Stones and the Emperor, they both look like the same rock. I mean, the Emperor of the Mountain, where the King of Stones is, or the Knight of Stones is just like a rock, but the formation is still very similar. And I just heard this, but the turbulent emotions that I was feeling in the nine of arrows, it's almost like you're climbing up these, this mountain. So the similar rock formation, it's almost like this is, this is what you're climbing up, but you don't have to do it alone. And I'm hearing that I feel like you think that you do. I feel like you think that you have to go it alone and you don't. And so really being guided back into just diving into you, focusing on you. The Two of Cups will come. It'll come in divine timing. I feel like it's very protected. And right now, it's it's just it's just important for you to focus on yourself and and rebirth yourself and just love on yourself and just be kind to yourself and this is really we're focusing on ourselves knowing that we are attracting our person they are on the way but we don't need to be so focused on it we need to just honestly we kind of just need to let it go and again with this magic card just being aware of traits that we hope that they share and not even hope, but like, this is a trait that I love and this is something I'd like them to embody. Easy as that. But yeah, I really like this energy. When you guys come together, this is like power couple, honest, power couple energy, honestly. 
with the Emperor and the Knight of Stones. Because the Knight get what he the Knight gets what he wants. Hello. So since we're focused on ourselves, we're going to pull some self-love cards. Because I'm just in love with these. They're just so fun. So the first one is take a walk. Take a walk outside. You know, it's so simple to do. And it's really not time consuming. And honestly, something that I notice with me is like, I'm like, well, I don't have time to take a walk. But then I'll go home and like watch three hours of TV. Okay, well, walk doesn't take three hours, first of all. And second of all, I thought you didn't have any time, you know? All right, then we have music. And I do feel like divine communicates with you through music. Listening to the lyrics of songs could either be messages from your person's higher self and could also be ways to channel your emotions because with the four of cups it's the loneliness and isolation and like and I was even now gonna say heartbreak it just it just feels or even depression it just know that that's not the ending point and sometimes I, and I shouldn't say sometimes, it feels like it. It does. I, I understand. I am diagnosed with manic depression. So my depression periods don't last as long as, let's say, others who just struggle with depression. But I know. I, I know what depression feels like. It sucks. Because I run on a high. I am, like, usually in a great mood and I just have, like, an abundance of energy but think about like a roller coaster when you go all the way to the top and then you just drop. And it's it sucks. I, I know. Like I said, I really hope that I can get that across. That I understand that feeling alone and feeling isolated and it it just is not ideal. It's just not ideal. But it's not the ending point. Okay, the back of the deck energy is aromatherapy, so essential oils. Really looking into um healing ones. I heard lavender, I heard spearmint, and I heard um, uh, bergmont. I think it's B-E-R-G-M-O-U-N-T. Oh, that's not right. But I've been mixing the bergmont and the spearmint, and that's a really like uplifting, cleansing, refreshing one where lavender is more calming. So I have the lavender running in my bedroom and actually the other two in my kitchen downstairs. And that wakes me up in the morning and really helps me get a good night's sleep at night. So, but really anything, honestly, that like you vibe with, but if you're just like, I don't even know where to start, those would be where I would, where I would start. Lavender and spearmint and then the bergamot. I really feel like, I hope I'm not butchering that name, but it's fine. And then the last one, oh well, last one is hydrate. So let's take a break for some water and let's take a deep breath. So, 
and hydration is so key. I know that I've been really bad about drinking water lately. So just always, always a good reminder to just drink your water. Your body needs it. What, what is it like? We're made of like 70 or 80% of water. So consistently giving yourself new, clean, fresh water. Feels good. I like it. We'll do two affirmation cards and then we're going to call it a day. It's going to be a good day. It's a good day for a good day. Honestly, that saying is so, like, I I just love it. Because it's just, like, it is a choice to have a good day. And, again, I know sometimes that it seems hard, that it just doesn't seem like it's worth continuing on. But remember that you have to go through it to get to the other side. But it's not the ending point. I know it feels like it is, but I promise, I promise it's not. It's not the ending point. There's more. There's always more. All right? So the first card, how appropriate, is I am joyful. I experience beauty and delight in each moment. I am joyful. I experience beauty and delight in each moment. The next one is, I am fulfilled. I feel content and abundant in my life right now. I am fulfilled. I feel content and abundant in my life right now. Back of the deck is, I am mindful. I understand the impact my energy has on the world. I am mindful. I understand the impact my energy has on the world. I am fulfilled. I am joyful. You got this. You can do this. Alright, and I'm so proud of you for going through this and just know that you're never, ever alone. So, on that note, I love you divine loves you. It's time for you to love you. And until next time, keep killing the game with no shame. Bye creatures. And there you have it. Another reading to kickstart your day. If you resonate with this message, please feel free to share it with anyone who might benefit from it. Words will never be able to express how grateful I am for each and every one of you listening and supporting this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, but until next time, bye!